At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This is Make It Plain. M.I.P. With Massimella Mafumo. Mark Thompson. Make It Plain. Get woke. Much anticipation of Joe Biden's speech in Atlanta, but did it really deliver the need these bills or a bill to pass the Senate. One of the organizations uh, you all know I've been involved with and work very closely with and have been uh, saying um, that it's not really um, a good strategy to put all the weight on one organization such as this one to fix the problems in democracy with no support from the legislature or the executive branch. They're in Georgia, and who better to hear from in terms of a reaction to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris's speeches than Black Voters Matter. We're joined now by Latasha Brown, April Albright, and Cliff Albright from Georgia. Hey, y'all, what's happening? Hello, everyone. Hey, you know, holding on. Um, Latasha, I'll begin with you. Uh, your your general reaction to Joe? No, let's do this first of all. You did not. You all did not go to the speech. Why not? You know, I think we wanted to send our our intention was not to be antagonistic or combative, but it was to send the message that how serious we are about voting rights. That mm-hmm. this is something for the last year. Here we are. You know. Um, in 2022, <laughs> you know, and we finally hear the speech that we felt should have been given in 2021. You know, the bottom line is we think that a lot of momentum from, you know, just coming off an election where where people showed up in historic numbers, where we were able to bring in and flip two Senate seats, that that was the perfect moment, the perfect time to build off that momentum. And literally, particularly since the attack on voting rights happened immediately, that would actually be able to like use that momentum, the fact that there are attacks were coming and literally say that voting rights is a priority. And so 
you know, part of the reason why we didn't attend today, you know, is because we wanted to send the message that we are beyond the speech phase, that at this point, what we want to see is we want to see actions behind words. And we, you know, I think that he gave that that uh, President Biden gave a, a, a strong speech. I think it was a speech of when you talk about the message. Yes, that's the message that we want to hear. That's a message, you know, that we actually helped shape, I believe, that we've been saying those things for months now. Movement did this, right? Mm -hmm. This is uh, this is what, what, what we've been saying for a number of months. You know, now it is, we're at the point now that, you know, to see these actions, we want to see the actions that align with the words that he spoke today. April, it isn't true, too, that not only was Black Voters Matter, but in, in, in conference with other voting groups in Georgia, it, really very few, if any of them, attended correct that's right you know three or four of the you know uh, organizations that spend a lot of resources and ca capital and time you know to fight to get the two senators and um to allow for georgia to elect a democratic president um join hand in hand in order to make this statement because as latasha just said i mean we want to be able to convey the seriousness of this moment in our disappointment in the prolonged unnecessary delay in you in, in hearing this stern language, you know, regarding mm -hmm. the filibuster and its use and carving, you know, out an exception, you know, for them. So it's not just Black Voters Matter, right? And it's not even just the, you know, the, the Georgia organizations. There are also national organizations who also understand, you know, uh, why uh, we chose to do, you know, what we did in not attending the meeting. Um, so, yeah, it wasn't just us. And and Cliff, yet there were some national organizations there. Um, is there somewhat of a disconnect between some of the national representation and those of you who are actually doing work on the ground in the, in the local states? No, not not really. I mean, you know, we we didn't put out a call for everybody to to not attend, right? Just the the, the crew of organizations here in Georgia <laughs> made a decision as the state that was hosting this um, that we would take a certain position. But we were fine with some of our national friends and partners who who attended. In fact, just early this morning, um, MLK the Third and and Andrea King were, were on a show where they shouted out. The Georgia group and they said you know we understand their frustrations we support their decision in fact they said it was a hard decision for them on whether or not they would attend you know and so but they they said ultimately they decided to um and and they mentioned that they had spoken with us and that we supported them and they support us so there's no light between us you know um, okay. or any of those groups especially the groups because some of those groups that were attending the groups we've been rolling with as you know mark or groups we've been rolling yeah. with all year long in some cases much longer than that but at least all year long in this voting rights struggle, some of those groups are, are groups, you know, like legal women's voters and people for the American way uh, who attended, who literally been getting arrested with outside the White House. So, no, there's no light between us at all. And in fact, you know, we're, we're still working on putting together a, a joint um, debrief or, or presser tomorrow morning that would be a combination of the Georgia groups as well as some of those national groups. So, Latasha, wh where does that leave us after the speech? Um, do you have any optimism that the Senate is going to do anything this week? Listen, we are cautiously optimistic. That's the word that we're using at this point. But Liz, you know, I, I let me say this. You know, I, I talked to a mentor of mine this morning, um, and um, and and he reminded me, you know, that let let when our people 
there were 600 people, black folk, in the 60s that were on the Edmund Pettus Bridge, that walked across that bridge, that were met by dogs, that were met by billy clubs, to have the audacity in the late, in the mid 60s, where, where racism and structural racism was king, to not have resources, not to have government on their side. Quite frankly, all they had was their faith, their bodies, and their belief that they were standing on the right side and that they were being they were going to be relentless in getting voting rights. That's the kind of attitude we got to have. That's who we are. So at the end of the day, whether it's mansion or cinema or whatever, this ain't the first time we done ran into some obstructionists or some racists. This isn't the first time that we've actually had to fight and stand in the space of those that seek to actually marginalize us or take away our power. We have to be relentless and we have to be resilient around it. And we have to like literally not be able to take any excuse I'm happy about the speech. I think that things that he bought in the speech, but at the end of the day, he said, let's work. That's what we expect. And work for us looks like you're going to deliver. That at the end of the day, you are going to use everything in your power to deliver. And so we will continue in this fight as well. But at the end of the day, I think what, what is going to change and put the pressure is that what we have shown, what I think we demonstrate is movement is created this moment. That movement created the context. Movement helped write the speech right. that's with today and put things in action and so we're going to have to really recognize that this is the moment for us all to lean in not to say oh they got it that's part of the reason why we got to where mm -hmm. we are right now that many of us have actually disengaged from the process and let those that are supposed to be in power just take over we have to literally demand that going forward that the senate pass this bill that whether it's matching whether that's pulling however you need to do it whatever you need to do to whip those votes we expect you to deliver just like we delivered the votes we did on the ground for the 2020 election and the 2021 senate race so and, and that's the million dollar question i think to uh april um uh, if this does not happen um in the senate uh, it, it, the way black voters matter delivered in 2020 is that possible again do you think is that you know even what? plausible you know i think there's you know black folk come 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 out and vote you know you know you know quiet as the narrative is always shaped that we don't we do right so the issue isn't that the issue right now that we're facing is that these laws that have been passed in these states all have mechanisms that permit the uh, you know the republicans to divert the results of a fair and you know full election so that means that even if we showed out in the same way in the same numbers mm -hmm. if they don't like the results in georgia for example next year with the election of uh stacy abrams then they are actually there's mechanisms they have in place to remove elected officials in local counties to subvert the results, right, and not certify them, that could happen this year in this election cycle. Mm -hmm. And so if the Senate doesn't move, right, it doesn't matter if, if black folk or brown folk or you know, other members of marginalized communities come together and create a coalition in numbers if you have a party that has the mechanisms to undo that. And so that yeah. is what we're looking at if the federal government, if the Senate and the House and the president don't act now. More MIP after this message. Cliff, as a matter of fact, even if the laws we want to pass this week 
they don't really have grandfather clauses, do they? That, that's to April's point in the sense that some of the things that just went on the books since 2020, including in Georgia, these these laws, if they pass the Senate, won't necessarily reverse reverse those in time for this current election year, will they? Right. That's 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 still a battle that remains to be fought. You know, the part of the hope is that, you know, as it continues to go through whatever conference process there would be to to merge the, the Senate versions as well as the House versions, that maybe that's something that could get added in. These bills have actually been being changed even throughout 2021, not just in the sense of the, the mansion, you know, compromises that, you know, sought to take some things out, but even in the sense of there are things related to election subversion that were added in later in 21 mm -hmm. after we had a better idea of what was going on mm -hmm. with all these attempts mm -hmm. to, to subvert elections, you know, taking over local boards and things of that nature. So they've been changed even as 2021 was moving forward. And, and as they go into conference, once passed by both chambers, mm -hmm. you know, that, that kind of grandfather clause, that type of retroactive look back, that's something that, you know, we'd have to just keep fighting to, to try to get to be mm -hmm. put in. We also know that that applies not only to the bills themselves, but what else has been passed? These maps have been passed. And that's, a, that's an even trickier mm -hmm. situation, because then right. it's not just a matter of what kind of look back you put in. It's, it's about the courts, who traditionally are very <laughs> hesitant to undo um, districts after some of the election process has started, right? And, and what we know is that there's primary elections that are actually getting started just in a couple of weeks. There's yeah. ballots that are being printed based on some of these gerrymandered districts. Ballots are already being printed. And so courts get very hesitant once you've already printed ballots, once you've already had a primary to then go back and say, you know what, this was a bad district. Let's just undo it and pretend like, you know, that election didn't already take place. So we're, we're really getting to the point where um, being able to look back at this some stuff is, is, is going to be incredibly difficult, but that's still a part of the battle that we're in. And, and as we were just saying, as Latasha was just saying, we're used to making possible that which a lot of people think is, is impossible. So, you know, we're, we're just going to claim that we're going to find a way to get some of this bad stuff overturned and, and, and just make it do what it got to do. As you talk to voters, uh, Latasha, what are some of them saying? Um, in in light of all this that's been happening or that has not been happening you know I, why the world think black folks want something different that everybody else don't want we want everything we, we vote for people we want stuff i mean it's right like at the end of the day if we voted for people we want them to deliver it ain't it ain't rocket science black folks came out in record numbers because they wanted like literally when we talk about the floyd george i'm um, the george floyd uprising right that there was a conscious there was a major, major push where black folks in this country, we've been real clear about talking about what we want in this country. That's it. We've been real clear, right? We ain't, we haven't asked to oppress nobody else. We ain't asked you to make white folks sit in the corner. What we said is we want an equity, that we want economic opportunity, that we want criminal justice reform. We want the police to stop killing us, to brutalize in our community. We want to have access to, um, a fair access to and for voting. It is everything else that everybody, that any human being that's in this country should want. And so fundamentally what black, what people are talking feeling what I'm at the end of the day they expect what's to deliver right mm -hmm. it's like the Janet Jackson principle what have you done for me lately you continuously coming over and over and over again saying people to vote but then people are saying what is it that we're going to deliver and so I think that it is a valid question and it is a question that we can't pr protect electors around they've got to answer that question and part of our job in democracy is holding those that we put in the office to account that is part yeah. of the democratic process. And so I think 
you know, right now it is a part part of what we what we see in this culture in this country has been designed in such a way that the that people don't feel the power to rule that people don't feel like they have the authority or the ability or the knowledge to govern themselves the bottom line is damn it we want what everybody else wants. republicans want money damn we want money right the republicans want up uh, 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 some uh, so to, to be able to actually live in quality housing why you don't think we want that right we want quality education like everybody else so my, my point is it is a simple sometimes i think that is lost in the translation around we create all these things in these big policy reforms folks when they get sick they want to be able to go to a doctor and not go bankrupt it ain't that deep it ain't rocket science so i'm, I'm raising that because i think it's really important for us to be be honest and critical of what is happening and know that the frustration of our people is not because black folk are asking for something that nobody else wants but we're asking like what we want is what we actually put you in office for you know what we want you came to us telling us what you what what you were gonna do when you ran for office. So I think 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 it's 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 important for us to recognize that in this moment in time that we are in, and I do think that this was a um, um, a critical point that 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 Biden made in the speech, right? That we are in a defining moment. I really hope he understands that, right? And mm -hmm. I hope that he actually moves like this is a defining moment because if we can continue. This, we can't continue the same political back and forth like we in some kind of football game. Like we in the in the Super Bowl, there's a red team and a blue team. And the, what team you on? I'm on the human team. I'm on the team that want to have health care. I'm on the team that wants to have quality education. I'm on the team that wants to have justice. I'm on the team that my I ain't got to fear for my child walking out, the, walking out the door and getting shot in the street like he's a dog. That's what I want. And so I believe that we actually just need to speak and give voice to that. And we need to fight like hell to make sure that we get it and hold those accountable that try to stand in the way. It's really that simple. More MIP after this message. So, uh, April, if there's anything that you would like to see Biden do in the coming days, what what would that be? What can he do? Because the, the right now isn't the ball pretty much in the Senate's court. Now, I know most presidents can get senators to do what they want to do. What's going on here? You know, it is in the Senate's court, right? Uh, at the end of the day, the Senate is the one who has to, you know, carve out the exception and then force the vote and and and, and allow the simple majority to right. pass these legislation. I mean, it's, at the end of the day, they are the ones that are responsible for doing that. And what they needed was the president, as you know, is the leader <laughs> of the party, right? You know, and so he, you know, now in expressing that, to kill and make the carve out of the filibuster in a way to make this go forward, then, you know, he needs to take that same zeal that he had back to DC, right. And have those meetings with <laughs> those particular senators, right. Cinema and mansion and any other, cause quiet as his camp is not just the two of them that have right. been delaying, you know, um, openly coming out and talking about making this carve out. Right. And right. Biden knows who those people are. And so he needs to have that same passion and zeal that he presented, you know, to, to in Georgia today, calling that, calling them by name, allow and framing for them, right? Like he said, are you going to be the side of a Bull O'Connor? Are you going to be on the side of a, you know, of a Martin Luther King? And mm -hmm. making it plain to those those people uh, so that we can get this carve out because it is not a done deal, right? <laughs> that they're going to vote for that carve out. And so we expect, but I think it's important, as Latasha was saying, we expect that when we use our vote 
and you represent you're going to do something, that you go and you do it. We are no longer considering speeches as action, right? Yeah. And yeah. a lot of times marginalized communities, what we get is speeches. And That's when right. it fails, it's, oh, I try. I try. Right? And so we are, we, we're, we're not going to tolerate that anymore. If the Democratic Party truly wants Black folk and Latino folks and, you know, other members of our community to come out and be supportive of their platforms and to continue to vote for them, then they're going to have to, they're going to have to deliver the things that they promised. And so at Black Voters Matter, we are committed, right, to not a party. We are committed to justice and issues that matter to us. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and so it, it can be uncomfortable sometimes because, you know, a lot of folks don't like that, right? Uh, but at the end of the day, we've got to shift our mindset and expectations around what is acceptable for our vote, That's what right. is acceptable for our time, and what is acceptable for the resources, right? Because this is about resources too. What are we going to expect in return for those things that we have constantly um, given to this party. So, yeah. you know, yeah. um, and Biden has to understand that. Yes, ma'am. I, I know y'all got to run. Cliff, but before you go, though, what would you, what is Black Voters Matter asking the, our listeners and the public to do in in the days leading up to this Martin Luther King Jr. holiday deadline? Yeah, I mean, the the, the call remains. Um, you know, the family put out the call, no celebration without legislation, right? This is, right. we want this to be a, a holiday and not just the holiday itself, but these five, six days leading up to it, um, not just about community service, not not this year. There's a space for community service, but Dr. King was about advocacy. He was about justice, right? And so in this particular moment, what we're asking folks to do is um, to, to lean in, as we've saying, been saying about President Biden, that he needs to lean in. We all need to lean in. Now is the time to, to call our senators and, and, and make sure that don't just you know tell them, what, I want you to support the voting rights, because they'll all say, all the, at least all the Democrats, they'll say they support it. But we need them to say, I'm going to support it. And I'm also going to uh, encourage, we want you to encourage your Senate colleagues to do what President Biden just gave a whole speech doing. So call your senators. Call the White House. Tell President Biden, hey, nice speech. Follow it up, right? We need mm -hmm. we need to see some action. He needs to be on the phone. You know, he, he should have been on the phone as soon as he finished the speech and finished high-fiving everybody. He should have been on the phone <laughs> with Joe, the other Joe. So I'm like, hey, Joe, how do you like the speech? Well, how about you right. come on over? Come on over to the White House. Yeah. Let's, let's have a talk about it, right? Let's, let's, let's grab a bite to eat and let's talk about how we're going to get this done. So he should have been acting on the speech. As soon as he finished it, that's what we need to see over the next 24, 48 hours. And all of us have a role to play. Call your senators, call your White House, hook up with an organization that, that does this work, right? Um, do something. Everybody has a role that, that we can play. Send a text message, right? Yeah. But everybody's got a role that we can play in, in, in moving forward and making sure that the president meets the, the, the promise that he made to us today in this speech. Latasha, you have set a precedent now. You set a bar for yourself. So why don't you uh, bless us and take us on home? Uh, listen, you're going to try. You have me <laughs> in this moment. Yeah, I, I'm trying to figure out what will come up. I, you know, in this moment, this is I, I don't know if people are feeling how I'm feeling. I'm feeling all kind of emotions. Mm. You know, on one hand, I want I want to be hopeful, um, but I'm sad. I, I mm. really wish I could act like I'm not. Sad. I'm sad. You know, it's 2022 and we got to have a damn speech about 
getting folks to, to support voting rights for black folk in 2022, right? Like we gotta have, uh, um, we've gotta, you know, it's it's the, 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 and then what is, what, you know, and then there are black people who are actually upset saying that y'all call batting out. Like, what y'all think this is? This ain't no doggone, this ain't, what you think this is? This ain't no popular contest, right? This is, we talking about power, you know? And so I, I, I'm raising this, not so much as my folks, you know, the part about that, instead of even making me frustrated more than anything, that makes me sad. It makes me sad because we have been so conditioned in the context of this political existence in America that we don't even think that we have the right to demand anything. Yeah. That we literally allowed ourselves to get to such a place in this in, in this country and in this space that we think that is okay for us to be able to get leftovers at the extent that we get leftovers. That, mm. you know, we think that it is okay that if we're actually invited to the dinner, that it doesn't matter that we had to find the cow, skin the cow, cut up the cow while we watch mm. white folks eat the steak, right? Like that in some way that we've made that be okay. And so I what I believe in, in the midst of this, and so I know you asked me the same, but you know, what I believe in the midst of this is that there is something that is actually being birthed in all of us. Like, while this is, yes, this is indicative right now, this fight that we have um, around calling cinema and mansion, the obstructionist, the racist to the carpet, you know, and pushing um, the bottom line is this is a racist ass structural system, political system in this country. Bottom line. And it will continue to be so, which is why we have to radically reimagine something different and we have to play, replace it. And we have the audacity to look at ourselves, not just as citizens of this current nation. We have to start thinking of ourselves as founders of a new nation. And if that is to be so, we're going to have to shift our mind of what it means to look at governance. We're going to have to shift our mind of what leadership looks like and what accountability looks like, even with ourselves, among ourselves. Um, and in that space, in that spirit, I'll just say, well, the first thing I did right was the day I started to fight. Keep your eyes on the prize and hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Keep your eyes on the prize and hold on, hold on. We were never fighting for the right to vote because we were trying to validate this system. We were literally asserting our humanity and all we want in this country is liberation to be free, are free in the fullness of who we are. That's it. And we have Amen. to be relentless and resilient to get it. Amen. As you say, you know, Reverend, they say, you know, as Jesus said, I rebuke those that I love. Amen. 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 Well, folks, Black Voters Matter, we're thankful to have Latasha, Cliff, and April with us. Let me just say this, folks. Uh, this is me talking about Black Voters Matter. These are my comrades and friends. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it is unfair to um, for the Democratic Party, anybody else, to demand Black Voters Matter do all the heavy list lifting. They must deliver. If, if Cliff, Latasha, and April have to do all the work and all the heavy lifting, then we might as well put them in the White House. <laughs> Make Latasha the president and, and April the vice president and, and Cliff the chief of staff. You saw what I did, Cliff. I put the women up front. But but that's cool. But but you know what I'm saying? I mean, if they're gonna do it, if 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 they're gonna make it happen, then maybe they need to be the president. Maybe they need to be in the White House. So I'm just going that's me talking. That's not black voters matter. I don't want to get nobody in no trouble. That's me, y'all. But uh I, I appreciate the three of you. We're gonna keep fighting, y'all. We're gonna keep fighting together as as uh Tasha just sung for us. Thank you all for joining us, okay? All right, thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Mark. All right, y'all. Thank y'all. Thank you for making the plane. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. Please remember to listen, like, 
And wherever you get your podcasts, please give the show a five-star rating. And please do spread the word. Let's all continue to pray for each other during this pandemic and this police-demic. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been made plain. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.